Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is the greatest. God is the greatest. God is my life. And I give him all the glory, honor, and praise on tonight. And you all, I do not plan to be long on here on tonight, but uh, I just got news. I hate to start off with sad news, but I started off with good news because I'm still saying sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. But the bad news is I just heard um, that someone committed suicide in Memphis um, in I for, around I-40. I think they said the overlay overpass or something on a bridge. And so I'm asking that you all will keep that family in your prayers. And that's uh, that goes along with what I'll be speaking on tonight because many times, you know, people feel like they don't have any more hope. Like they feel that they'll be better off dead. And so if we can encourage someone to to just keep going, like things might be hard on you. You may have went through a lot of different situations, but keep going. And this is the thing that they need to know and understand that God loves them. Because I'm telling you, it might be people in this world that hate you. And I'm at the point where, oh, well, I don't care. At least I know the creator of the whole world. Like he loves me and he has my best interest at heart. And so if we, as the body of Christ, can actually show that love to one another, then I believe, hey, prayerfully, we can help save someone's life. And I'm not saying all the time that we will, but we need to put forth that effort and show love to everyone we come in contact with. It's more than saying, I love you, but where is the proof? Because when Jesus died on that cross, for our sins, I'm getting into my message. When Jesus died in that, on that cross for our sins, he actually showed his love to us. He didn't just say, I love you. He showed it because with love, you're going to see it. You're going to see the proof of love. And so we need to show that love towards one another. I don't care if you know people or not. Always show love because you never know what someone is going through. And I'm like, Jesus, I hope, like, I'm just like, I glanced at Facebook and I looked and I'm like, what? Like seeing some of us, I'm like, oh my Lord, have mercy. And so that really grieves my heart. And I don't even know who this is, but just to think that another human being took their life. I mean, it really hurts because that person obviously didn't know that, the purpose that God had for their life that you know about God's love unconditionally. Maybe they didn't know or feel any of that. And so it's like, it hurts me and grieves me when this happens, but I don't know. I can't judge that. Only thing I know that a person committed suicide and I don't know why, but I'm just asking you all that's listen to me to always consider others. Like if we say that we are Holy Ghost filled, then actually we supposed to be short love because we should, we supposed to possess love. So that shouldn't be a problem, but we need to make an extra effort, do it even the more because this suicide, I mean, 
suicide is on the rise even in young people young adults adult is on the rise and satan is convincing people to kill themselves about and having no hope and we that have hope we need to we need to be we need to be pointing people to christ and so please pray for the family of the young man uh in memphis that um committed suicide please do because that's a shocker to anyone when you you know you see your family one day or you hear about the family and then get a call that he's not here anymore like it's just the same thing you know he's not here it's not a long drug drug out thing he's just here today and he's gone tomorrow so uh we need to really pray for the families um of this young man um so my theme on today my theme on today is love is not a feeling love is not a feeling because a lot of times like people are infatuated but they don't love the person and this being a singles podcast i really want to reiterate that love is not a feeling like you may have some mushy feelings towards a young man and every time you come around it they say you you know you have butterflies in your stomach and ooh and all of this. No, it's not just a feeling. Like it's some action, as I mentioned uh, before, um, that comes with this. And so, love is not a feeling. Get that out your head. Get that out your head because all the times, even when you love someone, you may get upset with them. They might do something, you know, to offend you, but that don't mean you don't love them anymore you just had a disagreement or something like that something happened but when you really love this person even though you having these feelings of being mad or disappointed or something you still actually love them because hey you saying you holy ghost feel and god is love so i still love you because it moves past the feelings that i'm having towards you because it's not always going to be like happy 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 feelings all the time if like maybe someone crossed you the wrong way or just something but regardless of how you feel at the moment you still love that person and love is shown love is shown so we're gonna go on so i have a few points number one love is unconditional love is unconditional love is based on what i can do love is based on what i can do for you love is based on what i can do for you it's it's unconditional so again whether you treat me bad or not i'm still going to love you which means i'm still going to do for you i'm still going to fulfill my duties as a wife when i get married as a wife to you I'm, as a bro, as a sister, I'm still going to fulfill my duties as whatever p- part that I play in your life, I'm still going to do for you no matter how bad you are treating me. See, that that's what we have to realize. And so we can't be like, hey, you treat me like this, I'm going to backfire and treat you like this. No, no matter what you have done to me, it don't matter what you're doing to me. My love is not based on what you do to me. My love is based on God's love. And see, God, God loves me. I love God. And then I love you. No matter what you do, that will never change my love for you. So it's always based on me. Like, is don't look at the other person. Don't look at what they're doing to you. Because that's not love. If, if that's what you caught up in, 
okay they did this to me okay i don't love okay of course you don't have love for that person so love is unconditional love we love whether it's reciprocated like i said whether it's reciprocated or not so whether you hate me it don't matter i still love you that's why the bible say love your enemies because well, the enemies is your enemy because they made you the enemy. So, okay, well, if they hate you, that's on them. But your response is never hate, is I still love you because I have the love of God. So we're going to go on, and I hope everyone understands that love is unconditional. And I like to read this scripture, Romans 5 and 8, but God commended his love toward us in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So that's the example that God's love is unconditional. Because while we were yet sinners, that means we was against him. He still died for us. He didn't wait till we get saved. And then, like, oh, yes, now I'm going to die. No, because we was yet in sin. And he died for us. Now we're supposed to accept his death. We're supposed to accept his salvation package. But anyway... God died for us while we were yet sinners. So we are to be followers of Christ. And if we're followers followers of Christ, again, while these people are treating you bad, talking about you, cursing you out, gossiping about you, you still supposed to treat them in love. You still supposed to show love to them. Not hate, but love. Don't talk behind their back. Because they talk behind your back. No. Love, 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 love. Because Christ, again, was our example. Number two, love sacrifices. I mentioned a little bit about this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. So when Jesus, again, said that he loved us, he gave his only begotten son. It's sacrifice. So if I'm just doing stuff for you and it's just not really like I'm just doing it, but I didn't have to sacrifice my time, my money. I mean, it's that's nothing. But when you have to sacrifice your time, your money, your resources or anything, then that's showing that you love someone because that's what Jesus, Jesus sacrificed his son, his only begotten son. And so we have to learn that Hey, love goes the extra mile. Yes, yes, you have inconvenienced me, but guess what? I love you. And so even though I had to squeeze you in my schedule or I had to cut back doing something, I don't care. Like if I have to help you give you a ride somewhere or do something for you, I don't mind doing it. I don't mind going out my way. I'm not going to think of you negatively at all because love sacrifices. It don't matter. If I'm inconvenienced or not, if I can do it, if it's in my power to do it, I'm going to do it. And that's love. That was Jesus Christ. It's like, hey, my children are in sin and, and their only destination is hell. So I'm, I'm going to send my only God. So I'm, I'm going to come in human flesh and be crucified and be talked about and be whipped and beat and all of this stuff for my children and so that's what i'm saying you're gonna sacrifice you're gonna sacrifice a lot in order to help other people and that is love 
again, and then when we think of marriage, the Bible say in Ephesians 5 and 25, husbands love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. So that is proof again that husbands supposed to love their wives like Christ loved the church. And of course he sacrificed, he sacrificed his only begotten son. He came down again in human flesh and died for our sins and took the ridicule and took everything for us. So this is the same thing that the husband's supposed to do. They supposed to sacrifice whatever it takes to sacrifice, to save their wife, to stay in a loving relationship because that's what Jesus came because he wanted to get back into fellowship with us and have that loving relationship. And so whatever, whatever it takes for the husband and wife to stay in a loving relationship, that is what the husband is supposed to do is sacrifice to make sure that that relationship stay loving and in peace. So women telling you right now, if you marry someone that is not saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, he don't know love. And I'm talking about God's love because you have the human love. Okay. But guess what? I'm not settling for human love. Like ain't no way I'm going to settle for human love. And I've been receiving God's love forever. I'm not about to settle for just human love. And so I'm telling you, any man, if you marry a man that's not saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, he can't love you as Christ loved the church because guess what? He's not a part of the church. He's not in Christ, so he can't love you as Christ loved the church. It just makes sense. So we don't get it twisted. So I'm telling you, young ladies, if you say sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, do not settle for a worldly man. Do not settle for an unsaved man. You want your husband to love you as Christ loved the church, which we can't even encompass every, I can't even discuss everything, but your husband will do that. We'll love you as Christ loved the church if you marry somebody that's saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost that is learning and growing in Christ. That then and only then will he be able to love you as Christ loved the church. So love sacrifices love gives and that's that was in here again because it said that christ gave himself for her so love the same thing love sacrifice and love gives if this man don't want to give his time give his money give up his resources and i'm talking about in marriage because don't be trying to get all the money all the, the you're not even married to this man no don't be trying to take all his stuff um no that's that look thirsty so what I'm saying is, if, if he's not worthy right now, though, if he's not giving you time and some of some of him, some of his resource or some or showing something, then you may need to walk away because love gives. Like not, I'm not saying that he's supposed to like lavish on you before you his wife. That's a, that's gonna be totally up to him. But he should be showing some signs that he will give. And I'm saying give of his time and sometimes give of his finances or give of his resources, gifts or something. Like he should be giving you something. 
I ain't saying everything, but something. It's supposed to be some sign. But when you get married, now, of course, now, wait a minute. The giving definitely supposed to be there. But before marriage, you want to see is, okay, is, is some of these qualities. Because some of these qualities will manifest. Not as strong as they will once you get married. But some of them will already. Because he's supposed to have the love of God. So some of the, and even when you watch him far as his family, his blood family, how do he give to his mother if she's still alive? His sisters, brothers, whoever, how do he give to the church? Like, do he pay offering? When, when a pastor asks for a certain amount, do he give? Do he just give out of the goodness and generosity of his heart? Or do he give because of obligation? What is, how is his heart looking? You will see based on how much and what he gives. And I'm not saying if somebody have a 30,000 job, they put hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. No, I'm saying is, is he giving, is he a cheerful giver? And is he giving from his heart? So you need to watch those things um, about him. Is he a giver? And if he sacrificed, because, and that goes for the church, the church and his family again. All right. So I said, love, we went over love is unconditional. Love sacrifices, love gives. Now we are on love is shown in deed and truth. The Bible said in 1 John 3, 18, my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So it's saying like, it's not saying you can't say I love you, but don't let that be the, that don't let that define your love for someone like because i hate when people be like i love you i love you where is the proof where is the proof see god is my example we be saying you know that god is love and we be pushing love but where is the proof the proof is what you do deed and in truth it's not the love is not hypocritical the love is not hypocritical but the love is genuine and so we got to love in deed and in truth and do it like the Bible say, because Jesus loved in deed and in truth. God is truth. I am the way, the truth, and life. That is what the Bible says. So deed, you have to love in deed and in truth. And if this person, your your the future spouse or whoever, it, it don't have to be a spouse. It can be whoever talking about they love you. If If you don't see some deeds behind that, because again, when Jesus died on the cross, that was his deed to show us that he loved us. So if you don't see people doing doing something, like something, I'm not saying, oh, I got to do this because I love, no, like it's an automatic thing, right? It's an automatic thing. Like they want to do it because they love you. Not that they have to do it because I got to do this to show, no, I'm doing this because I love you. So I will make sure if you're in the hospital, if you're sick, I'm going to make sure I be there or, or I'm going to check on you. I'm going to do these things because I, I genuinely love you. If I know that you are going through hard times or whatever, I'm going to, I'm going to try to encourage you. I'm trying to try, Lord, give me a word to say or something like that. If, if your birthday or something like that, I know stuff that you like, even before your birthday, I see something that you like, I'm going to get it, get it for you, give it to you because I actually love you and I want you to feel that love. I want you to feel loved. And so that's what Christ did for us. And it was more, it was more than the feeling though. It was more, like I said, it is more than the feeling because it's not, 
fucked up feeling is that we actually knew that Jesus loved us because he died for me. He didn't have to do that. And so we don't have to do a lot of things that we do for people, but we do it because we actually love them. And so love is shown indeed because like I said, if you saying you love someone and, and it's just nothing, you can look at the person can look at nothing that you have done for them to show that love, then it's, 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 it's not effect. It is of non effect. And so we have to love in deed and in truth. Again, not hypocritical, not with lies. No, no, no. We're going to love in deed and in truth. And so, and I always like to say, I'm always going to be truthful with people because I can't stand when people lie. I can't stand when people sugarcoat stuff. I'm going to need you to just tell me exactly what you think of me or exactly how stuff needs to be so I can actually love you or show, and I'm going to say show you I love you because a lot of people, like, they like different things. Some people like, I know some people might have read the love languages, but some people like to some people like uh, acts of service. Some people like gifts. Some people like all of these things, um, time and all of these things. And so you have to find out what your um, potential spouse, potential spouse like, or even the people that you're around. It can just be friends. It can just be family. But you got to pay attention and know that, okay, this person like me to spend time with them. Okay, let me make sure, let me make sure I'm doing this. Because if it's not the kind of person that, oh, they like gifts, they might think you just getting gifts just to give them. And they be like, no, because I don't even want this. I don't like people giving me gifts. So I'm not saying I don't like people giving me gifts. I like gifts. I like gifts. But I'm saying in general, um, people, the person might not like gifts, gifts, gifts. But if that person wants you to spend time with them, if that person like you, you know, like words of affirmation and things like that. You need to figure out what makes that person tick. And that's what I always think, like, in growing in grace. And I was like, Lord, that's when when I get in a relationship with my husband, I want to, you know, know what he likes, what he enjoys. I want to pay attention to him because sometimes I, I, you know, I love him, but I want him to know that too. And so if, if I'm not doing, obviously, if I'm not going out my way to please him, then I don't love him because I'm only figuring out, oh, okay, I like love. I like stuff like this, but he don't like stuff. So I'm just going to get him, I'm just treat him the way I want to be treated. That don't work because the way I like to be treated might not be the way he like to be treated. So I got to make sure that whatever works for him that I do because I love him and I want him to know that and I want to show that. And I don't just want to say it because again, the Bible saying, oh, love and love, let us not love in word, neither in tongue. So, cause you can't love that way. Now, like I said, words I've met, people like that. People may, people may like that, but that's, you still have to do something. Like you just can't do nothing say, I love you. No, that's not enough. We need to see action. All right. Indeed, and in truth, be honest with one another. If somebody hurt your feelings if somebody did something you don't like you're gonna need to come forth and say something before that root of bitterness root of bitterness gets started inside of you 
So that's why you, that's, that's love because see, I love you and I don't want nothing to come between our relationship. So I'm going to confront you on what you did that I didn't appreciate you doing, or that made me, you know, that you did something that, you know, that I didn't agree with, that it just didn't agree with me. And so I'm going to let you know. And so you can correct that and we can go and go on in a harmony relationship. But the moment that you um pacify with different things you ignore it that's how people relationships that's how i end up in divorce because people are like oh he gonna change he gonna change he'll never change because you never said nothing about the behavior and i'm not saying you you um disrespect him don't do that especially in public don't do that but if he does something in public that you didn't appreciate that he did then when y'all in close setting or however you are behind closed doors he can be like you know what I didn't like, you know, how you talked to me or I didn't like how you handled that. And so, and then y'all talk about it. And so you got to love in deed and in truth. All right, we're going to go on. Love forgives. Love forgives. Because in uh, Luke 23 and 34, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Luke 23, 34. So this is what Jesus was saying, you know, against the people that was crucifying him. Father, forgive him for, for they know not what they do. And so that's what I was saying earlier. Even if somebody's doing something wrong against you and they know they're doing it wrong against you, they actually didn't know the full context that, you know, hey, mm -mm, we killing the Lord and Savior. I don't think some of them realized that, but however, they knew they was killing him. <laughs> so, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And that's another thing with us as well, because people don't understand. Like, they think they may be killing you, but they don't understand that God, you know, that God is using you uh, to do different things. But so you have to be like, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You may be in a relationship with your spouse. They don't understand. But then you pray. They know not what they do. Father, forgive them. So you have to, we are followers of Christ. So we have to follow his example and forgive one another. It also says that in Ephesians 4.32, we forgive one another even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. So that's what I always think about. Mm -mm. I had a lot of sins and the Lord forgave me. So of course, I can forgive my brother or my sister for whatever they done. And I need y'all to hear this. Every time that person may not come back to you and say, I am sorry, it don't matter. The moment they do something against you, you have to be like Jesus. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Lord, help me not to hold this against them. Lord, continue, continue, Lord, to help me to love them, regardless of how they are treating me. See, that's the love of God. You have to forgive people because, again, we're not perfect and we may cross somebody accidentally um, and we're going to need forgiveness. So I'm like, nope, I'm going to keep a forgiving heart and I'm going to go on because I'm telling you again, if you harbor that inside, that root of bitterness will get formed and you'll be snapping off on everybody and you'll be going through different things, sicknesses in your body because you didn't held on to unforgiveness. So let it go whether you get the apology or not. Let it go because guess what? Again, God forgave you, so you need to forgive other people. Glory to God, because we still are in this human flesh, and you probably going to need forgiveness too.
6. Love covers a multitude of sins. That scripture is in 1 Peter 4 and 8. It says, And above all, having fervent and unfailing love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. It means it overlooks unkindness and unselfishly seeks the best for others. So like I said, love is like, okay, yep, you did this to me. You did this to me, but when you say overlooked it, okay, you did it, but I'm still going to love you regardless. I'm still going to treat you with kindness regardless. So it covers it. It don't take up for sin because some people, saints, ain'ts and alike have used this scripture to say that oh when somebody sin like you like oh love comes much so you supposed to go along with it no it's saying like okay i see what you've done i'm still going to treat you with kindness i'm still going to treat you with kindness and i'm still going to make sure that uh i seek the best for you I still, I'm still going to seek the best for you, no matter what sin you call in, because all of us was in sin one day. So I, I don't, I mean, people, it was some saints that really did do this scripture and they still treated me with kindness. They still tried to be there for me. And so I'm the same way now that I didn't came out of sin and other people are in sin or sinning against me. I'm like, oh, well, they don't know what they don't really know what they're doing or whatever or or they may know what they're doing but it don't matter i'm still loving regardless because again like i said at the beginning what they do don't reflect my response i still supposed to respond with love with kindness and so again love covers a multitude of sins and so you all you're gonna hear a short pause and i'm coming back on with number seven okay be right back okay i'm back you all i'm sorry about that short short uh brief pause but i probably need to start doing this on my cell phone because i think it's an hour limit but i tried not to talk for 30 minutes but i guess i did but anyway um because this love thing is deep i'm only gonna really hit the surface tonight but love covers a multitude of sins, okay? So you're going to overlook the kindness, overlook the unkindness that people are doing to you and still love them regardless. Still have a smile on your face when you see them regardless. Still, if they need something, still give it to them. If they need you, still be there for them because no matter what they do to you, you're going to show love because you had a love of God and you love them regardless of what they do. Uh, we're going to go on. This is one of my favorite chapters that the Lord had gave to me several years ago that I tried to uh, that I tried to memorize, but most of all, take to heart. First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. I call it the love chapter. Every time I say charity, I need y'all to know that that means love. Love suffereth long. What charity suffereth long. That means, you know what? You don't know how long somebody's going to do bad against you. You don't know, and you don't know how long you have to go through something, a trial, but it's suffering long. You're not going to give up on God. You're not going to give up on your family. You're not going to give up on your friends. You're not going to give up, but you're going to suffer long and it's kind. Like, just be kind to people. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. 
is not puffed up. People like this, Lord, get on my nerve because it's always about them. Like, as soon as you have a conversation, they take over the whole conversation about them. And I'm like, wait, we wasn't even talking about you. We don't talk too much about you. So somebody is always pumping themselves up and doing all this. No, that's not love. That is not love at all. Does not behave itself unseemly does not behave itself unseemly. So you're not going to be out here acting a fool, okay? In our language, you ain't going to be out here acting a fool because I knew somebody one time, at one time in my life, that something petty might what happen, and this person is, I mean, going off in mouth and action and, woo, going off. And no, that's not love. No, that is not love. Um, seek, uh, does not behave itself unseemly. So, seek if not her own. So, you're not selfish, it's not easy provoked like this person. Like, you ain't about to get angry over something small. Like, no, it ain't that serious. We can talk about this, we can table it, but why are you getting so angry? So, not you're not easily angered. So, the Bible said, Be angry and sin not. So you can get angry because God even got angry in the scriptures. But you can't be so angry, like so easily angered. Like, golly, I just said, hey, how you doing? Or said something and you just got angry. No, it's not easy provoke. You ain't going to easily to be acting a fool. All right. Think of no evil. Think of no evil. Rejoice if not in iniquity. But rejoicing in the truth. Like, we shouldn't be rejoicing when LGBTQ uh, are winning cases. Like, that's not a rejoicing situation. Because I'm telling y'all, it's about to come. Like, I'm a school teacher, and I'm just hearing that they're trying to bring this stuff into schools. And I'm like, Lord, I'm going to need you to give me holy boldness. I already got holy boldness. <laughs> but I need you to make, Lord, when this time come, if I have to say something, I need you to give me that holy boldness to say something. Because look, I'm not about to be teaching kids about how to be gay or how to be lesbian or that it's okay. I'm not going to do that because what that what that is not, that is not love. That's lust. That's an abomination. So why would I do that? That is, that is a God. <clears throat> that is something that God did because people failed to retain him in their knowledge. So I'm not about to okay something that LGBTQ plus uh, is putting out because that's not love. And if a person continues in that lifestyle, they will go to hell. Listen to me again. If a person continues in that lifestyle, they will go to hell. But if they come to Jesus and ask him to clean them up, wash them and make them new, then they will not go to hell because all of us was in a sin one day, a sin or sins, and God had to wash us and cleanse us. So nope, I'm not just labeling them. I'm just saying in general, I'm not about to rejoice when I didn't rejoice when same-sex marriages was coming into play, I'm not going to rejoice in these things because it's not right. It's not right in no way. And I'm saying, like, if we can't describe what a woman is, then we don't need an office. We don't need to be sitting in no office if we can't describe what a woman is. I said, Lord, I don't want to be a punk like that. I want to be able to open my mouth on whatever you need me to say. I need to say it and not be afraid of how it's going to make somebody else feel. Because the word of God, that's why I'm saying love is not a feeling. You got to love in deed and in truth. And no matter how somebody feel about it, we need to be 
concerned about what God says about it. And God said that it was a sin to be in homosexuality or bisexuality or whatever. And then, and so many other sins in the Bible, trust me, because we got this adultery that's running rapid that people call open marriage. So that's a sin. It's a sin. And we cannot be ashamed to speak out against different things when the Lord lead us, not bash people. But if the topic comes up and somebody asks you a question, you don't be like, I don't know. No, I know. According to the Bible, this is wrong. It's when that's what we need to be saying. If somebody come and asks us these questions, don't start trouble. But if they ask, come and ask you, you got to speak on stand on the word of God. Okay. Bear up all things, believe in all things, hope in all things, endure all things. Like you're going to bear. Now, I'm not saying if you are in Mary, you're in an abusive relationship. You have to bear being beat upside your head. I'm not saying that on tonight. I'm saying, hey, you need to, that man need to go, but you still need to love him because that love don't never stop. No matter if he cheated, no matter if he hit you, no matter if he slandered your name, whatever, that love that you have for him never stops because, again, we have the love of God. That never stops because if it did, you should have never got married in the first place. I still love you, but I'm not going to let you beat a hole into my head. No. So you can separate. Get out. Get out that situation for our separation. Bye-bye. You, you need to separate from time until that man get himself together. But still, when you bearing it, you praying for him. You, you praying for him. You fasting for him. And you are loving him through this because you don't want to see the man go to hell and you want to see him whole. You want to see him healed because obviously something is wrong with him if he want to fight you. Because if he don't love, he don't if he don't love you, his wife, he don't love himself. So you got to look at that and be like, something is wrong, and ask God to heal him. Ask God to come in and speak to him. Ask God to make him whole again. So I'm just saying, like, we're gonna bear. We're gonna we ain't gonna be so quick. To be like, hey, divorce, divorce, divorce. No, no, bro. You just need to go find you somewhere separate to be until you get yourself together. I love you. Yes, I do. But I'm not about to allow you. You have a problem. It keep happening. No. So I'm not saying you let somebody beat on you. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Don't say sister kid saying bear that because I'm not. I'm saying you're going to love him regardless. You're going to love him regardless. You're not going to, in your mind, send him to hell. You're going to say, nope, Lord. Mm -mm. I want him to be saved, Lord. Please talk to him. Please deal with him. Deal with his mind. Deal with his heart. Bring him to himself, Lord. Save him in the name of Jesus. Okay, bear of all things, believe of all things. Like, I believe the best out of him. I believe the best out of whoever. Like, you have to find something to believe. You know, like, no. He may be doing this, but there's still hope. That's why hope of all things. Like, I believe in God is what I'm saying. Like, no one, no, you're not a lost cause. No one, no one is a lost cause. Don't be giving your children. Don't give your family members. Don't give your friends. Don't give your husband. Don't give them, don't give them over to the devil. You got to believe that God is able to save until they breathe their last breath or until Jesus come back. God is able to save. There is still Hope. I believe in God. I believe in his word. If he saved me, I believe he can save anybody. So you got to believe in God and what he can do. His miraculous power, his delivering power, glory to God. Endureth all 
things. And that's even with our relationship with God. We're going to go through some things, I promise you. This life is not easy. We're just going to go through life situations. We're going to go through situations that's based on our stand for Christ. But we have to endure. The Bible says endure hardness as a good soldier. So endure all things. Charity never faileth. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. So love never fails. Love never fails. Love never fails. Love never fails. Like I, I'm hoping and I'm believing in God for someone. And it don't look like, you know, it makes a natural eye. It's always like, oh, no, they, they're not coming back. They're not coming back to Christ. You got to believe. Don't believe in what you see. Believe in what you know, as my mother would say. And that's the word of God. And God is able to work with the hearts and minds of people like what we can't say. God will begin to speak. And I, I promise y'all, I'm never giving up. I don't give up. I don't give up on anybody. Glory to God. And so you can't fail. Don't fail people. Love don't fail. God never failed you. So you should never fail anyone else. Love never fails. Everything else is going to vanish away, but love will not. So that goes on. I said this probably more than once, but our last point is God is love. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. 1 John 4 and 8. God is love. So if we know Jesus, we have a relationship with Jesus, then we have love inside of us. So there's no reason why you should be hating someone if you say you are filled with the Holy Ghost. And I have heard some people say like these saints with these nasty attitudes. And I'm like, really? No, you need to go back to the altar and cry out to God for the Holy Ghost because God is love. And if you have the Holy Ghost inside you, you will have love and we will see the deeds and truth behind that. So it's not a feeling. It's not a feeling, but it is deed and in truth. And all the other reasons that I listed with Bible backup, what love is. And so we can't just be caught up because people, they want to feel so good. And sometimes when you, when you are, when you are speaking truth, it might not agree with you because you ain't ready to come up in it. So you ain't going to have no good feeling at that moment about, about this person. And you might think they don't love you, but they do. Because I had to find out that about my parents. The devil tried to see me uh, about 20 years ago. That, oh, no, they don't. No, they do love me. Because if they didn't love me, they wouldn't tell me the truth about what I'm doing. And they came to me and told me different things that I didn't want to hear. I got mad because I had backslid away from church and I got mad and I didn't want to hear it. But I thank God that they told me that. And now I am in a place that I am in God. And, you know, me and God is cool, you know, relationship. And so I thank God for that. So you need to love indeed and in truth and not just by saying I love you. We need to see some actions because, again, it's not just a feeling. And so I pray that someone was blessed by this podcast. And if you need to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on Facebook at Takia Wally, T-I-K-I-A. Last name W I L E Y. Also on Instagram, Holy Lady T. Holy Lady T. And I'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. And even if you need to shoot me a message to pray for you, I'm here 
for you. So you all have a blessed, blessed night. And remember, love is not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. If you remember anything else, God is love and he loves you so, so much. He loves you so, so much. Why don't you love him back and receive salvation on today? Check out X 238. Well, see, talk, see, not see, but talk to you all later. Peace out.